You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Unstoppable Actors podcast. If you are brand new here, welcome. It is so good to have you here. I'm Louise. I'm the host of the Unstoppable Unstoppable Actors podcast and I'm also the founder and artistic director of Standby Method Acting Studio. I've been coaching actors for 12 years next month. Unknown actors with blank CVs, taking them from absolutely zero or very little experience to building their performances up, building their acting skills up, building their CVs up to getting into soaps and Netflix dramas and regional theatres and stage plays, which is very exciting. So you're in good hands. It's really nice to have you here. And if you are returning to the Unstoppable Actors podcast, welcome back. I love having you here. Just want to let you know, We have just surpassed the 4,000 download mark. So exciting that the Unstoppable Actors podcast has been downloaded over 4,000 times. If you enjoy this episode, please do share it with your friends. It really helps us spread the word about the Unstoppable Actors podcast and helps me help more actors. So best way to do this is either by sending it directly to a friend who we think would really enjoy the episode or by going onto Spotify or our website, which is standbymethod.com and just sharing the actual podcast itself or just by popping it onto your socials either on your stories and tagging us in it which is at standby method acting studio or on your profile and and sharing it there so people can see it really does help us spread the word and it is very much appreciated when you do share so today's podcast episode is all about how we can improve our scenes and get more connected to them, get more focused in them and bring more life to them. This episode is inspired by one of my students who was struggling with the concept of scene needs. And scene needs can be a little bit of a challenge to get your head around, especially when you're brand new to them. But once it's clicked into place and you fully understand it and you can also implement a scene need, you will just feel so much life in your scenes. You'll feel like you've unlocked Pandora's box and there's so many more opportunities within your scenes. And so let's go through it then because scene need, what is it? It's basically a need that your scene, uh, sorry, not that your scene, it's this, oh my God, let me get my teeth in. (laughs) It's a need that your character has within a scene. So there's two types of needs. You can have, um, well, Stanislavski called them objectives. I personally call them needs. Objective to me sounds too intellectual. Need sounds more urgent and a bit more emotional. So that's why I call them a need, but you may have heard them called objectives. So you can have your super need, which is the need that is the big thing that's taking you all the way through the script, the, the one big thing that your character wants to achieve. So for example, if we bring it back to your life, you're going to have many super needs, but one of your super needs is going to be to become a professional working actor. So then what we do is we break down each scene in the script and we then create what we call scene needs. So each scene need should take you through to achieving the big super need. Now. Characters don't always achieve their scene needs. So 
don't get confused by that. But basically what it is, is something for them to achieve. It gives them purpose in a scene. And what it stops you doing is it stops you just getting caught up in the lines and how to say them and saying them naturally, because that's nothing to do with the craft of acting. So if we think about your life and how you've got this super need to become a working professional actor, you could break that down, couldn't you, into smaller needs, which would be the equivalent to a scene need. Now, when you're working with improvisation, you should also have a scene need there as well. Because the problem is, just like in scripted scenes, if we don't have a scene need in in an improvisation, your scene will become purposeless and you will probably get caught up in things that are not necessarily of importance. Like I gave the example of getting caught up in how to say the lines. That's not of importance because that's not the craft of acting. So the scene need gives you purpose. Now, what we want is for the scene need to help us unlock action and behaviour. Because what you have to remember is acting is a visual art. So there should always be something happening. Now, it doesn't mean it has to be something really big happening all the time. It might even be that a flick of the hair, which could be considered a small piece of action and behaviour, is something that is helping you achieve your scene need. So the purpose of the scene need is that it helps you find the action and the behaviour. So everything, every tiny little thing that you do, whether it's the lick of the lips, the flick of the hair, the way that you look at another character, the way that you walk into the scene, um, the way you interact with another character, all of this is leading you to achieving your scene need. And the scene need should be so important to the character that you should be able to achieve it within the first five lines if it's a scripted piece or at least within the first couple of minutes if it's an improvised piece. But here's the thing, your character isn't going to achieve it within that amount of time because if they did, it wouldn't be important enough. I mean, not important enough, sorry, the stakes wouldn't be high enough because what you have to consider is that the other characters who you're in the scene with, whether it be scripted or improvised, also have their own needs. And what that does is that puts obstacles in your path and makes it harder for you to achieve your need because they've got their own agenda. So just see a scene need as an agenda, okay? It's the character's agenda. It's something they are going into the scene with that is important, where the stakes are very high and they stand to lose something if they don't achieve it. And this is where you start to get conflict when you've got, let's say you've got three characters in a scene and they've all got their own needs. They're all creating obstacles in each other's paths. That's where you get the conflict. So it it really stops the scene being mediocre and mundane because if you don't have a scene need you will simply do the same as what all other actors do you will spot the obvious in the scene with the character and you'll just play that and it stops you creating depth and vitality and it stops your performances being sharp and full of clarity and these are important words for you to understand because clarity means clear doesn't it there's clear action there's a clear purpose there's clear behavior So you have to start to think about scenes in this way. You have to ask yourself, what does my character need in this scene? And you do that for every single scene, whether it's scripted or it's improvised. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether there's words there for you already written down or whether you are creating them because it's an improvisation. You must have a scene need. So let me give you an example then. Maybe you've got a scene in which you're having a job interview and what where most actors go wrong is they will say oh i need to make the other person understand that i'm good enough for the job or i need to make them understand i've got the skills for the job 
What we can do instead is we can make that need clearer by using something called an actable verb. And an actable verb is something that you have to take action on. A verb is a doing word, isn't it? Doing, action, actable, because I can act on it. If you struggle with actable verbs, I would highly recommend getting the Actus Thesaurus. If you just type in Google the Actus Thesaurus, it will come up. It's the red and white book. Um, it's amazing. So what we could do instead is say, I need to impress, impress is an actable verb, I need to impress the job interviewer so they see that I am competent at this job and they hire me. So what that's done is that's given you a very clear focus and a very clear purpose in the scene. And now you can play that You can play it through the words that you speak and how you say them, but without getting caught up in thinking about how you're going to say them. Because if, as an actor, you are getting caught up in saying them naturally or how to actually deliver the line, you are going to deliver a mechanical performance. It should be organic. It should be spontaneous. It should happen in the moment. And the other thing is, having this clearer need of needing to impress the job interviewer now helps you with the action because it might be that you sit up straight in the scene. It might be that you give them eye contact. It might be that you smile. So can you see all of these tiny little pieces of action are now helping you achieve the need? So this is what helps your character have depth. It helps you give a more focused performance. It helps you bring vitality to the scene because that's important. Vitality means life. As you know, there has to be life and energy there. And it will also help you gain an emotional connection. All the things that actors worry about. Is my performance authentic? Can I connect to the emotions? Because of course there's going to be emotions involved in impressing someone who could potentially give you a job. So all of this helps you achieve that need and you as the actor will be so focused on it. You will move away from overthinking for one. You will move away from how to say lines naturally and you will not intellectualise your performance. If you intellectualise your performance, what you do is you disconnect yourself from your heart and your heart is where the feelings are. And that's when we intellectualise a performance, what happens is the performance becomes wooden and robotic and mechanical and we really don't want that. So as I said, you must get super clear on what the scene need is. Again, you do this with both improvised scenes and scripted scenes and it helps you flesh out what, you know, the basics. It helps you take the scene off the page if it's scripted and it helps you get focused in improvisations because what I what I often see in improvs is people either try to play comedy because that's how they validate whether it's a good performance or not and improvs don't need to be comedy. They can be straight as well, meaning serious. Or what they do is they'll just find a little activity to do and they'll get so sucked into that that the scene then doesn't go anywhere else. Whereas when you've got a scene need, now you can create new moments. But of course, it means you've got to listen to your scene partner as well and you've got to respond to them authentically because of course they're going to throw obstacles in your path which are going to make it more challenging for you to achieve your need. So for example, if we think about the job interviewer, they might ask if this was a scripted scene, they might ask a very challenging question. And then it's how you respond to that, not only with the words, but with your actions that creates these um, new moments in the scene. And that's what keeps the scene fresh and alive as well. So let's just recap them. We want a very clear, specific need using an actable verb. And the reason we do that is because it gives us purpose in the scene. We can use needs for both improvised scenes where there's no script and scripted scenes. 
And what this does is it brings vitality, truth, clarity, energy, focus, emotional connection and purpose to our scenes. And we have to always remember acting is a visual art. So when we're using a scene need, it's now almost forcing us into behaviour and the scene becomes very visual. So I hope this has helped you. If you can start to use scene needs now or at least try to dig them out and figure out what they are, you're going to find that your acting goes up another notch and you take it to the next level, which is what we want because, you know, really that's what's going to help you stand out right now whilst you're an unknown actor. The the main challenge that actors have is figuring out what the need is. And that can be both scripted work and improvised work. They they sometimes get themselves into a pickle with it. And, and what I would say is just grab yourself like maybe three different scenes. You can get them off Google or you could find monologues or whatever, or you could ask for recommendations or you could get one off your acting coach and just practice this at home in your own time. Just figuring out what the scene need is. The more competent you get at this with scripted scenes, the easier it is in improvised scenes as well. It just gives you what we call a through line of action. And action is the important thing here. It's the behaviour. Now, if you know you need more help with your acting, with your skill, your acting skills, your character connection, maybe even line learning, maybe that bogs you down and gives you a bit of a headache. I know it does for lots of people with the business of acting as well, then I have got um, a free method acting handbook, which has got some amazing method acting exercises in it. I picked out 10 of the best character method acting exercises, 10 of the best business of acting exercises, an amazing, amazing, amazing line learning um, process that will help you get them in much quicker. And also I picked out 10 brilliant exercises to help you build up your confidence and stage and screen presence. So if you want that in this method acting handbook, you want these exercises, all you need to do is just click the link underneath this podcast episode. It's in the description and you will get that at absolutely no cost to you whatsoever. I'm giving it away for free. So go and, go and download that method acting handbook. You will massively increase your ability to connect to characters quicker and it'll simplify the process of starting to get your foot in more doors or in its first door if you are brand new to acting. So thank you so much for listening. Download the method acting handbook. Please share this episode with your friends and to your socials if you've enjoyed it and got value from it and, and tag us in it as well so we can so we can reshare it. Um, and also leave us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, Audible, Google Music, anywhere else like that, just please leave us a review and let me know what you thought of this episode. And I'll catch you in the next one. Take care. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.